Hello, friends, and welcome to Turtle Power Presents Power Playthroughs Podcast with Turtle Power. I'm your host, Turtle Power, and this is the podcast where we open presents in a powerful way. I have got here, I've got here my secret Santa gift um, for for the the podcasters, uh, audio-only Let's Play podcasters and other podcasters holiday gift exchange thing that we do sometimes. And uh, I got a gift here from Locathor. Uh, from the Logothor podcast, where there's a ton of excellent audio-only Let's Plays for you to listen to. Um, Logothor made me, like, my very own custom, well, I don't know, it's not custom or personalized, I don't think, I individualized? I, anyway, it's an audiobook from the first Animorphs for the animation. And hey, we're going to do an audio-only Let's Listen of the first chapter, so here we go. Hit and play. Chapter 1. Ooh, that's loud. My name is Jake. That's my first name, obviously. I can't tell you my last name. It would be too dangerous. The controllers are everywhere. Everywhere. And if they knew my full name, they could find me and my friends. And then, well, let's just say I don't want them to find me. What they do to people who resist them is too horrible to think about. I won't even tell you where I live. You'll just have to trust me that it is a real place, a real town. May even be your town. Okay, listen. I love this already so much. I've heard a couple of audio renditions of this book, and I'm already loving Locathor's take on it. But also just, I love this book. I have read this chapter. I have probably read this chapter more than I have read any chapter of any other book. I'm so excited. My name is Jake. I'm writing this all down so that more people will learn the truth. Maybe then, somehow, the human race can survive until the Andalites return and rescue us, as they promised they would. Maybe. My life used to be pretty normal. Okay, that may be just then. Oh, mm, that was perfection, Lokathor. Normal it is until one Friday night at the mall. I was there with Marco, my best friend. We were playing video games and hanging out at this cool store that sells comic books and stuff. <laughs> Usual. Marco and I had run out of quarters for the games right when he was ahead by a lot of points. Mostly we're equally good at games. I have Sega at home, so I get lots of practice time in, but Marco has this amazing ability to analyze games and figure out all the little tricks. So Marco's really good at finding that thin, bright line that he needs to follow. Um, I, I, the, the, you mentioned that uh, Jake has a Sega at home, which I believe places this as the original printing of these books, because I think in the updated printing from a few years back, they updated that to PlayStation to make it just a little more contemporary. Interesting still doesn't really work because the games you play in an arcade are totally different than the games you play on a home console but whatever Kay Applegate Catherine Applegate and Michael Grant you're both fantastic people and I love you very much and you're both great writers and I love the Animorphs very much it's my favorite series you may not be most up to date on technology that's okay that's okay you don't have to be because you're very good at other things sometimes he beats me or maybe I just wasn't concentrating very well I had kind of a bad day at school I tried out for the basketball team, and I didn't make the cut. It was like no big deal, really. Except that Tom, he's Aww. my big brother. He was this total legend on the junior high basketball team. Now he's the main scorer for the high school team. So everyone expected me to make the team easy. Only I didn't. Aww. Like I said, no big thing. But it was on my mind just the same. Lately, Tom and I hadn't been hanging out as much. Not like we used to. So I figured, you know, if I got his old position on the team... Well, anyway, we were out of money and... Oh my gosh, the way you're reading this is so good. You're putting so much, like, emotion into it. I love it. Getting ready to head home when we ran into Tobias. Tobias was, I mean, I guess he still is kind of a strange guy. He was new at school, and he wasn't the toughest kid around, so he got picked on a lot. 
I actually met Tobias when he had his head in the toilet. Oh, poor Tobias. Two big guys holding him down and laughing while they flushed. Sending Tobias's scraggly blonde hair swirling around the bowl. I told the two creeps to step off, and ever since then, Tobias figured I was his friend. You know, I was never... I, I don't think I ever got a swirly in my life, but I love Tobias so much that I think I've, like, fabricated a memory of having had a swirly, but really what I've... It's just, it's just that I've imagined what that must have been like for Tobias so many times that, like, I feel like it happened to me. Is that weird? What's up? Tobias asked. I shrugged. Not much. We're heading home. Out of quarters, Michael commented. Certain people keep forgetting that the sleaze troll shows up right after you cross the nether fjord. Certain people keep losing the game and losing our quarter. Marco kept jerking his thumb at me just in case Tobias couldn't figure out who he meant by certain people. So, like, maybe I'll walk home with you guys, Tobias said. Oh, Tobias. We were heading for the exit when I spotted Rachel and Cassie. Rachel's kind of... Okay, now here we get into uh, a little bit of an uncomfortable bit. So, for any of you not familiar with the Animorphs already, you're gonna you're gonna meet Rachel here, and the way uh, well, I'll just let I'll let Luke Thor tell it. Pretty, I guess. Okay, I mean she's very pretty. Although since she is my cousin, I don't really think about her that way. You clearly do, Jake. You're telling us about her, and the first thing you said was that she's pretty, and then you're like, not that I think about her. I don't think about the fact that she's pretty, but she's pretty. Jake. Ugh. She has blonde hair and blue eyes and that kind of very clean, very wholesome look. She's one of those people who always know the right clothes to wear and how to look like they just walked out of one of those fashion magazines girls like. She's also very graceful because she takes gymnastics, even though she says she's too tall to ever be really good at it. Cassie is sort of the opposite. For one thing, she's usually wearing jeans and a plaid shirt or something else real casual. She's black and wears her hair very short most of the time. She had it longer for a while, but then she went back to short, which I like. Cassie is quieter than Rachel, more peaceful, like she always understands everything on some different, more mystical level. I, I like Cassie a lot. Cassie is a wonderful character. I like her more now than I did as a kid. As a kid, I think she was a little bit of a, of a drag sometimes, but as an adult, I think she is just... She's the moral compass for the Animorphs, even though sometimes her moral compass is wrong. She's at least trying. I don't. Anyway. Yes, you could say I kind of like Cassie. Like, like. Together on the bus, even though I never know what to say to her. You guys going home? I asked Rachel. You shouldn't go through the construction site by yourselves. I mean, being girls and all. Oh, jeez, Jake. Was a mistake. I should never have suggested to Rachel that she's weak or helpless. Rachel may look like Little Miss Teen Model or whatever, but she thinks she's Storm from the X Men. Are you going to come and protect us, you big strong man, she said. Do you think we're helpless just because I'd, I'd appreciate it if they did walk with us, Cassie interrupted. I know Aww. you are not afraid of anything, Rachel, but I guess I am. Aww. Rachel couldn't say much about that. That's the way Cassie is. She always has the right words to stop any argument without making anyone feel bad. Cassie's so, so we good. Were, the five of us, Marco, Tobias, Rachel, Cassie, and me, five normal wall rats heading home. Sometimes I think about that one last moment when we were still just normal kids. <sighs> oh, God. These poor kids. They're going to go through so much. They don't even know. Like it was a million years ago. Like it was some totally different group of kids. You know what I was afraid of right then? I was afraid of admitting to Tom that I hadn't made the team. How <sighs> scary as life got back then. Five minutes later, life got a lot scarier. We get home from the mall 
We could either go a long way around, which is the safe way, mm-hmm. or we could cut through the abandoned construction site and hope there weren't any axe murderers hanging around there. My mom and dad have sworn to ground me until I'm 20 if they ever find out I've cut through the construction site. So anyway, we crossed the road and headed into the abandoned construction site. <laughs> it was a big area, surrounded on two sides by trees, with the highway separating it from the mall area. There's a broad, open field between the construction site and the nearest houses. It's a very isolated place. Originally, it was supposed to be this new shopping center. Now, it was just all these half-finished buildings looking like a ghost town. There were huge piles of rusted steel beams, pyramids of giant concrete pipes, little mountains of dirt, deep pits that had filled up with black, muddy water, and a creaking, rusted construction crane that I had climbed once while Marco stayed below. Oh, gosh, Jake, of course you had. It was a totally deserted place, full of shadows and sounds that made the hair on the back of your neck stand up. Totally deserted, except for perhaps somebody who's currently experiencing homelessness, Jake, who you're going to find in there and get them murdered because that happens in just a few short minutes time. Jake gets a person who does not have a home killed to death. We won't get there in this chapter, but that happens. When Marco and I went there during the day, we always found all these beer cans and liquor bottles. Sometimes we found the ashes of little campfires back in the hidden nooks and crannies of the buildings. So we knew that people came there at night. All that was on my mind as we crept through the site. Hmm. It was Tobias who saw it first. He had been walking along, gazing up at the sky. I guess he was looking at the stars or something. That's the way Tobias is sometimes, off in his own world. Suddenly Tobias stopped. He was pointing. What could it be? What could he be pointing at? Pointing almost straight up. Look, he said. What? I didn't want to be distracted because I was pretty sure I had heard the sound of a chainsaw killer creeping up behind us. Just look, Tobias said. His voice was strange, amazed sounding, but serious at the same time. So I looked up, and there it was. A brilliant blue-white light that scooted across the sky, going fast at first, too fast for it to be an airplane, then slower and slower. What is it? Tobias shook his head. I don't know. I looked at Tobias, and he looked back at me. We both knew what we thought it was, but we didn't want to say it. Marco and Rachel would have laughed, we figured. But Cassie just blurted it right out. It's a it's flying, flying saucer. saucer. Oh my gosh, I love it. Lokathor, thank you so much. This is amazing. Oh. I so I got I got the Animorphs graphic novel, the the first volume, which is this same story, and I actually I I ashamed to admit I have not made much progress in reading yet. It's great that I the adaptation's good. The illustrations are wonderful. It's just I haven't I haven't made the time. Not I haven't had the time. I haven't made the time to sit down and read it. But I think I'm going to like alternate back and forth. I'm going to listen to a chapter from Lokathor and then read up to that point in the book and then come back and listen again. I'm so excited about this. Um, thank you so much. I'm like, I am giddy at how excited I am about, about having this. Um, I'm not going to play the rest of it for the podcast here because, hey, this is my Christmas present. It's not for all y'all. But uh, you should definitely, if you haven't already, go check out Locathor's podcast. I I think they're still doing an episode a day, like every single day. They might have more content than me already because of how often that gets put out. But it's good stuff. Um, Pikmin episodes are great. Pokemon episodes are great, although I stopped listening to the Silver ones for now because I don't want it to be spoiled for me. It's been a long time since I played Silver. I don't want to know what's coming. Um, your Age of Calamity stuff has been good. I really like your Immortals Phoenix Rising episodes on your Patreon. There's a lot of good stuff over there. Um, 
so yeah, check that out. Go check out all the other podcasts. I'm sure Tyler has put together some sort of like communal page for us to put all of our Christmas gift exchange posts on, probably. And it's probably linked in the podcast show notes. I hope, maybe it will be, who knows? Um, but hey, y'all, thanks for listening. I hope you're having a happy Christmas. It's been a weird year, but things are starting to look up. Um, I'm so optimistic that 2021 is going to be great. But um, but yeah, I, I appreciate y'all being here. Anybody who's been along for the ride of listening to this podcast with me, I'm really grateful. Um, making this show is a lot of fun and um, and and interacting with y'all, including Logothor, who's a new friend. I didn't know you a few months ago, and now I, I you know interact with you on a nearly daily basis on Discord, which is so cool. Um, that's really meant a lot to me. So happy Christmas, y'all. Happy holidays. Um, happy winter, if that's if you don't celebrate anything else. Um, happy, happy the fact that there's a vaccine. How about that? We can all celebrate that, right? Um, until next time, tap A and hope for the best. This has been a presentation of the We Can Make This Work Probably Network. Follow us on Twitter at ProbablyWork for more of our questionable content. Also, we have a website called ProbablyWork.com. Hi, everyone. Troy wanted me to record a 30-second promo for a podcast, and I didn't know what to say before I hit the record button of this 30-second blurb, which explains how most of my podcast works. It's an audio-only content podcast. Usually we play video games. Sometimes I read or even just work on the house, you know, stuff like that. It's a cool time. It's daily. Come join me. Or don't, if you, I guess, if you, whatever.